0: Hi, everyone, and happy July 3rd. This is Scott Lutz, and today we are in Nehemiah chapter um, 4, 1 through 23, opposition to the building. And then we're going to go to Mark chapter 10, 1 through 52, and we'll start with divorce there. So let's go ahead and read the scripture. When Sam Ballot heard that, there, that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly in incensed. He ridiculed the Jews, and in the presence of his associates and the army of Samaria, he said, What are these feeble Jews doing? Will this restore their wall? Will they offer sacrifices? Will they finish in a day? Can they bring the stones back to life from those heaps of rubble, burned as they are? Tobiah the Ammonite, who was at his side, said, What they are building, if even a fox climbed up on it, he would break down their walls of stones. Hear hear us, O our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as a plunder in a land of captivity. Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins for their sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. So we rebuilt the wall till all of the reached half of its height, for the people worked with all their heart. But when Sanballat, Tobiah, the Arabs, and the Ammonites, and the men of the Ashdod heard that the repairs to the temple to Jerusalem's walls had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed, they were very angry. They all plotted together to come and fight against us. Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it. But we prayed to our God and posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. Meanwhile, the people in Judah said, The strength of the laborers is giving out, and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Also, our enemies said, Before they know it or see us, we will be right there among them and will kill them and put an end to their work. Then the Jews who lived Near them came and told us ten times over, Wherever you turn, they will attack us. Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest points of the wall at the exposed places, posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the lo- nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, Don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord, who is great and awesome, and fight for your brothers, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. When our enemies heard that we were aware of their plot and that God had frustrated it, we all returned to the wall, each to his own work. From the day that day on, half of my men did the work, while the other half was equipped with spears, shields, bows, and armor. The the officers posted themselves behind all the people of Judah, who were building the wall. Those who carried materials did did their work with one hand and held a weapon in the other, and each of the builders wore his sword at his side as he worked. But the man who sounded the trumpet stayed with me. Then I said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people. The work is extensive and spread out, and we are widely separated from each other along the wall. Wherever you hear the sound of the trumpet, join us there. Our God will fight for us. So we continued the work with half the men holding spears from the first light of dawn till the stars came out. At that time I also said to the people, Have every man and his helper stay inside the Jerusalem at night, so they can serve as as guards by night and workmen by day. Neither I nor my brothers nor my men nor my guards with me took off our clothes. Each had his weapon, even when he he went for water. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. This is Scott Lutz, and today for your New Testament reading, we are in Mark chapter 10, verses 1 through 52. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Divorce starts us off. Jesus then left the place and went into the region of Judea and across the Jordan. Again crowds of people came to him, and as was his custom, he taught them. Some Pharisees came and tested him by asking, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife? What did Moses command you? He replied, They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and send her away. It was because their hearts were hard that Moses wrote you this law. Jesus replied, but at the beginning of of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one. Therefore, what God has joined together, let man not separate. When they were in the house again, the disciples asked Jesus about this. He answered, Anyone who divorces his wife and marries another woman commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another man, she commits adultery. The Little Children and Jesus People were bringing little children to Jesus to have him touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. When Jesus saw this, he was indignant. He said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. I tell you the truth, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. And the, he took the children in his arms, put his hands on them, and blessed them. The rich man, The rich young man, As Jesus started on his way, a man ran up to him and fell on his knees before him. "'Good teacher,' he asked. "'What must I do to inherit eternal life?' "'Why do you call me good?' Jesus answered. "'No one is good except God alone. "'You know the commandments. "'Do not murder, do not commit adultery, do not steal, "'do not give false testimony, do not defraud, "'honor your father and mother.' Teacher, he declared, all these things I have kept since I was a boy. Jesus looked at him and loved him. One thing you lack, he said, go sell everything that you have and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come follow me. At this, the man's face fell. He went away sad because he had great wealth. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were amazed at his words, but Jesus said to again, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were even more amazed and said to each other, Who then can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With man this is impossible, but not with God. All things are possible with God. Peter said to him, We have left everything to follow you. I tell you the truth, Jesus replied, No one who has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, and with them persecutions. And in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and last first. Jesus again predicts his death. They went on their way up to Jerusalem, with Jesus leading the way. And the disciples were astonished, while those who followed were afraid. Again he took the twelve aside and told them what was going to happen to him. We are going to Jerusalem. He said, And the Son of Man will be betrayed to the chief priests and the teachers of the law. They will condemn him to death and will hand him over to the Gentiles, who will mock him and spit on him, flog him and kill him. Three days later he will rise. The Request of James and John Then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Teacher, they said, We want you to to do for us whatever we ask. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. When the ten heard this, they became indignant with James and John. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. Blind Bartimus receives his sight. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, the blind man Bartimus, that is the son of Tiamus, was sitting by the roadside baying. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he begged to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to, to the blind man. Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throw his cloak out aside. He jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for being a great healer, Lord God. And you can heal any, anything, Lord. Anyone, Lord. I just praise you. I thank you for everything you've done. Just name amen. God bless you. Have a good day.